0: What's up wrestling fans welcome to another pay-per-view point edition of the smart Cow moments Mac talk podcast it's time for the 2023 royal rumble coming up this saturday so we're going to break down the card as what it currently is on tuesday afternoon on the 24th talk about our predictions of what's going to happen run down the way that the predictions contest is going to work and all the other things we normally do here for the prediction side of the pay-per-view point I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, joined by Caleb Megan.
1: <laughs> hey, Tony, how are you doing my do
0: <laughs> Nobody has any idea what's funny about this, and we don't either. No. <laughs> and
1: Robert e. Yep, I'm not in on this one. I know what they're doing. <laughs>
0: I'm not doing anything.
1: Uh, (laughs) As we go along
0: here and we tell you what our thoughts are, we want to know what you have to say as well and what your predictions are. So drop your thoughts in the comments below on YouTube. And if you are listening to this on the non YouTube side of things, because there's plenty of different ways for the audio only platforms to pop up, then you should be either hopping over to YouTube and leaving your comments, or you should be sending a tweet at moment or at our personal accounts or something, or post something on the. Facebook or on the page on smartcom.com or any of the many different ways for you to voice your opinions and have us hear them. And if you are on the YouTube side of things, then start clicking around on all those good things that you can do like that subscribe button and that little notification bell, which will alert you of when we go live for the pay-per-view point post show immediately following the Royal Rumble on this Saturday night. There's also that little like button that you should do on every YouTube video that you like, because that always helps out that YouTube channel and boost their SEO BS that they uh, have with that algorithm that prevents people from finding our videos and stuff. And if you see that little thanks button on there, that is part of the monetary support side of things, which it's kind of like a little tip jar, but there's also the join button, which will give you access to the same tiers that you would get over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash moment have uh, things like the dark cast and the pick a poison tier, which we're going to be doing pretty soon with a wcw Starcade 1999 rebooking so looking forward to doing that thank you to magpie for sponsoring that and if you just want to donate a dollar a month our way that still helps out quite a bit and helps us know that you guys are supporting what we're doing and that you think that we're worth a dollar a month and if you don't then that makes me very sad and you don't want to make me sad do you no i don't think so so <laughs> that's on that side also Redbubble and TeePublic public for the merchandise options I'll explain that more in more detail if you want me to, but you should probably know what they are by now. And if you don't, again, let me know and I'll uh, fill you in. But let's get into these. Currently only five matches that are announced for the Royal Rumble. And honestly, I don't think that we're going to be getting many more matches added to the card. I think if anything, maybe one more will. But that's just because they typically don't have a whole lot of matches on the Royal Rumble card in recent years. You know, I mean, back in the day you know 1992 or something you used to have maybe like seven or eight matches or you know even like the 2000s and stuff but once you add the women's royal rumble it's a whole hour that gets added into the mix which you know could have been three matches or something before so two hours worth of this event are going to be just the royal rumble matches themselves but we'll break that down after we do the other three because currently right now we have the raw women's championship match between bianca belair and alexa bliss which um I think it's pretty straightforward. I think Bianca Belair is going to retain, and I we'll don't know exactly how necessarily that's going to go down because I do expect something to happen with Uncle Howdy or Bray Wyatt or whatever. But that kind of ties a little bit into the Mountain Dew pitch black match, the Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight match. And we're going to kind of lump these two together because there's a chance that there's like a crossover between them. You know, Bliss has been doing a lot of stuff with the. Bray Wyatt character and Bray Wyatt hasn't been acknowledging Alexa Bliss in return which is kind of weird what do you guys think about that at the angle of the whole thing that this is sort of like a one-sided affair it's
1: not Bray Wyatt acknowledging her it's Uncle Howdy Uncle Howdy is manipulating Alexa Bliss to get to Bray Wyatt
0: so you're on board kind of with the thing I was talking about where it's probably going to be Alexa and Uncle Howdy against Bray, and I'm assuming Liv.
1: I don't know if it's going to be a mixed tag team match, but I think that they're they're tying the story together in a unique way, and if I'm honest, I think the connection between Howdy and Bliss is the most interesting thing Bray Wyatt is doing right now, even though it's not Bray Wyatt. I'm interested to see where this goes, because there is potential for this to be a fun story, and I'm glad that other characters throughout this entire Bray Wyatt saga have been utilized. You know, L.A. Knight's getting a Royal Rumble match and a pretty featured one at that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I like that this <laughs> is getting, you know, a push again after kind of just sitting around for a while. So I'm interested to see where all this goes. And of course, will they eventually reveal that Uncle Howdy is? Somebody else. We're all presuming Bo Dallas, and I like. I'm interested to see where it goes. That does not mean that I've liked the journey we've taken together. (laughs) I I personally feel like I cannot believe Ray White has been back for five months. Like what? What's happened here? Like what? He's done nothing.
0: They just wanted to give me more credibility, (laughs) and they picked that out of all things. I
1: I want you to know that I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) But like, uh, what the fuck is a pitch black match? I don't care that it's a pitch black match. Let me afraid that. I care that it's tied to Mountain Dew. <laughs>
0: it's a Mountain Dew pitch black like, match, yeah.
1: Because if you're like, oh man, we got a pitch black match, it's like, okay, cool, a gimmick match for Bray Wyatt. I, I, I can get behind that. It's, it's not even for Bray Wyatt. It's a tie-in for Mountain Dew, and like, why do I care? And uh, look, obviously Wyatt is winning. I think Bliss is winning. I do not agree that Bianca Belair will be winning. I think Alex Bliss is winning because I think Bianca Bla- Belair will probably shift over to SmackDown to fight Charlotte.
0: So you're definitely on completely opposite the end of the spectrum as I am, but where are you sitting on this, Cal? Um,
2: in terms of the Bianca Belair-Alexa-Bliss feud, I think it's it's... It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's nothing that I'm particularly interested in. I, I don't really care about the times of Uncle Howdy. I think it makes Bianca it's made Bianca look stupid. Because she like especially that uh, segment a couple of weeks ago where she just froze at the sight of someone standing in the in the entranceway or standing in a in a um like a concessions area and allowing Alexa to just beat her up because of it. Even though Alexa is speaking with a lot of conviction, I don't believe that she's gonna beat Bianca Belair win the title, I think Bianca will go into WrestleMania as the Royal Women's Champion. Not entirely sure against who at the moment, but I have a couple of ideas. And in terms of the Bray Wyatt and LA Knight match, again, as Rob said, absolutely hate the tie into Mountain Dew. It makes the whole match seem like a publicity stunt rather than an actual feud. But seem like, oh we were going to we had to do at some point a Mountain Dew pitch black match on this card, so we'll just attach this match to it rather than actually seem like it's a proper Bray Wyatt gimmick. Um, I've really not enjoyed anything that Bray Wyatt's done since coming back. It's been entirely underwhelming, and I think they've really eroded the star power he could have had if he'd come back immediately and hit the ground running a little bit more. So I'm not super excited to see the first match back. Bray Wyatt typically does not have great matches. Eleanor Knight's fine, but i don't never really establish him as like one of the a-grade top-tier workers that can get the best out of Bray Wyatt. But I think this match is going to be a load of gimmicky bullshit. And I think there's a good opportunity... I think there's a good possibility that LA Knight wins. Because how Howdy screws Bray Wyatt out of it.
0: So that's where I'm going, is... I think that we're going to get interference in some fashion in both of these segments. And that the Belair situation... I I'm going to it's kind of like, it's all circumstantial and kind of stacking up on top of each other. So if one thing is wrong on my prediction, I think that all of it sort of collapses, but I don't think I can picture Alexa bliss going into WrestleMania as the champion right now, more so than Bianca because I can't picture like, Liv Morgan or somebody else wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Alexa Bliss, and then Bianca gets pushed in a different spot. And then what do you do with people like Becky? And what do you do with Ronda? And I mean, that's another whole thing too, but...
1: We're going to get into all this.
0: I do think that Belair retains, which makes me think maybe she just beats Alexa outright, and then something happens after the match. Or maybe Alexa gets a little bit too wrapped up in like another person ringside with a mask on or you know uncle howdy pops up on the screen or bray wyatt pops up on the screen or whatever it might be and that gives her like a moment's pause and then bianca capitalizes hits the kod gets a pin and then whatever but i think that belera stands more of a chance to win and then by proxy bray wyatt will lose because uncle howdy will directly interfere there and then LA Knight gets win. He gets to tout himself as being like, "Yeah, you see, I even beat Bray Wyatt, haha." Because ha. I don't think that that feud's going to continue. I think that this is pretty much the end of it. And you can assume, since they haven't said the rules yet for this Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, it's probably no DQ. And it's yeah, I don't know if they're going to just like mess around with the lights and just have it like flickering on and off, or it's going to be like that li- like that glowy blue filter that they have. And that's going to be just that for the entire match. And they haven't learned their lesson from Sin Cara or from the Bray uh, the red stuff that Bray Wyatt used to do, but I'm assuming Belair bliss, regular straight up match. Belair retains whether or not there is a distraction. Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, no DQ direct interference. Uncle howdy fucks up Bray Wyatt or whatever. LA Knight gets a quick pin, you know, it's all googly eyed and uh, I'm going to run in and just, you know, jump on Bray Wyatt and get a pin and then run away kind of deal. And then that sets up a little bit more of Bray Wyatt being like, okay, well, I got to deal with this Uncle Howdy thing. I'm moving away from LA Knight. Whether or not it all ties together with like, maybe Bliss comes out on the Bray Wyatt thing with Uncle Howdy. Maybe the Bray Wyatt thing comes first before the Bliss thing, and maybe that's how they get into that a little bit, or like, you know, Uncle Howdy screws Bray Wyatt over during the match with uh, Belair and Bliss. Uncle Howdy comes out, starts to help Alexa. Bray Wyatt comes out. Alexa gets confused about what's happening, and then Belair retains. It depends on where you go with which match is first and which match follows and stuff, but I'm gonna go LA Knight and Bianca Belair. So I think I'm on the same page as Callum there.
1: So we haven't talked about a couple of things here. What do we think Bray Wyatt is going to be? Is he the fiend? They did a lot of Firefly Funhouse shit. And I just, I hope he's not the fiend. I'll say that. Didn't like the fiend. I was hoping we were going to move away from that, but they could do that. I um, think
0: that there's less of a chance he's going to be the fiend now after, oddly enough, that little discussion with the undertaker.
1: Yeah, that was interesting.
0: So, I don't know, maybe. I mean, they did do the Firefly Funhouse thing, but maybe that's even just on SmackDown. Maybe it's kind of like, last week's the Firefly Funhouse is messing with you, and then on Friday it'll be like, you know, hey, the the last call for the Royal Rumble, by the way, I'm also the Fiend, remember, and I'm you know crazy and I can attack you with a sledgehammer and shit. I don't
1: think... Knight is winning because where the fuck do you go with him? Okay, he beat Burr Wyatt, then what?
0: Then I think he just kind of starts another feud with somebody and he's just kind of a cocky heel bouncing around.
1: I just don't think it's on that level because no matter what, Wyatt is always top level in terms of the way he's booked. I think he has to beat LA Knight. Then maybe you can do some Uncle Howdy stuff. By the way, let me know Uncle Howdy is very silly. Maybe there's some deep connection there for them. But I just feel silly saying, oh boy, is Uncle Howdy going to come out and attack him? Um, maybe after the match. And I don't know where Bliss fits into all of this, but I think that's why she's my favorite part of it because it's actually like, okay, cool. Is there more to this? Will they tell a decent story?
0: So you're going more so Bray...
1: I'm going with Bray and Bliss
0: and I think. Bliss, I then Callum and I are going Knight and uh, Belair. Oh no, no, I'm going oh, no, with You're Bla- not.
2: Bray. I'm going Bray and Belair. Oh, Bray and
0: Belair. Okay,
2: I I I agree that there's a good chance that Belair and I could have the victory in this one, but I don't, But then I, my mind just keeps coming back to the fact that this is Bray Wyatt's first match back on TV, and so they all pay per view, and so they're not going to have
1: him lose. And if I thought that they had any direction for Knight after this, I'd say. Maybe there's a chance, but I don't think that they do. I think he's getting fed to it and that's it.
0: Hmm. Weird times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those are two-thirds of the non-Royal Rumble match matches that are announced for this card. The other one being a follow-up from two years ago, Roman Reigns against Kevin Owens for the undisputed, well, Last time around, it was just Universal Championship. Now it's the undisputed WWE Universal Championship because both belts are on the line because they're not splitting that because even though they teased splitting the Raw and SmackDown tag titles, they didn't do that on Raw. So that was... We're going to bounce around a little bit and talk about that on the hot tag some more. But um, generally speaking, look, it's Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens with the idea in mind being Sami Zayn keeps being in this position where... Romans like I don't trust you but now that you're asking if I trust you I trust you they keep copying and pasting it over and over again and it's a good story but it's a a story that's being stretched out way 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 too long of the same thing so they're stalling and I think that this is the time then something has to actually happen so it's weird because you would think logically what should kind of happen here is sammy should inadvertently cost roman the title or do something where he turns on roman in a way that like roman can be like all right it's definitive now fuck you pal but we just had on monday night raw the trial of sammy zane and the idea of i don't know if you can trust me and we're going to establish that you definitely can because I helped the Usos retain their tag team titles. Yet Roman still is going with the idea of, I don't want to see you on SmackDown. I don't want to see you until the Royal Rumble. That's your like last true test of whether or not you should be part of this family. I'm confused about what their plans are here because this factors into the Royal rumble. This factors into the potential splits of the titles. We've been hearing rumors of drew and Seth for one championship and then Roman against either the rock or Cody or that or Austin. Stingles, yeah. Austin gets a, a money offer for a match against Roman or Brock Lesnar, who seems to be tied up with Bobby Lashley still against. So we're kind of going back to the well we like before. Cool. We got the John Cena thing that's in there, which is like John Cena could be having a match against a handful of different people. Then maybe he gets involved with it. And it's like, I think I'm still going to stick with my original thing that I've been saying for the past few months, which is that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to fight the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag titles. And I think that him, him being Sami, holding up the SmackDown tag titles and being all like, posing with it might be another push forward of like, Hey, I helped you retain the tag titles and then, oh, you know, you weren't necessarily supposed to be in the match and blah, blah, blah. But I can't see a scenario here where Kevin Owens wins the championship, even if they do some kind of weird thing where it's like, all right, he won the title, but you're only contractually for the WWE championship or something. They didn't set anything up like that yet. So unless something happens on Smackdown that really changes the game. I think Sammy's going to do something to screw up, but I still expect Roman to retain.
1: So I want to touch upon what you said here where you said it's a good story. They're great characters and they're great performers. The story itself is kind of meh. Let's tell the truth here, folks. They should have split at War Games. And the prolonging of the split has only furthered my feeling of that because, again, was the trial a hilarious segment? Absolutely. Have they done anything to establish what the fuck the point of all this is? <laughs> no. No, they have not. Right now I'm thinking maybe Sammy. Accidentally hits Roman in a way that, like, in in two thousand nine, Shawn Michaels was with JBL in a match against John Cena, and to get Cena's guard down, he super kicks JBL, and even like you could do that in a way that's like, ah, but you see, I'm I'm on your side because I helped you win, even though I hit you. But then still, where where are we going? And, and furthermore, WWE needs to flat out state Sami Zayn is not in the Royal Rumble match because otherwise, you've got a 2014 Brian situation on your hands where even though people want Cody, and I think we'll be very okay with Cody, there is kind of a thing where people are thinking, oh my God, maybe Sami Zayn is going to actually win. If they don't have The Rock, maybe it's Sami, you know, and I think they should flat-out state that he's not there. Honestly, I'm okay with Kevin Owens winning. At this point, it feels like the Rock idea has fallen apart. I think it would mean a lot for Cody to win it. But I also think that they're in this place right now where we've kind of booked ourselves into a corner, and we don't even know what corner we're in. Like, we're we're just sort of trapped. I'm going to say Roman wins because... At this point, you might as well take it to Mania. But I'm not sure how or how they get there or where the fuck they're going.
2: So I I, I think that the Bloodline stuff is is the best stuff on WWE TV and it's the only thing that makes WWE TV bearable at this in this stage in the game. I think that all the characters are great and they are telling... It's a prolonged story, but like we always talk about this sort of era of WWE doesn't know how to do long-term storytelling. And then they do do long-term storytelling and people say, oh, they're dragging this out for quite well, aren't they? And I'm not saying that one can't exist without the other. And yeah, maybe there are elements of this where they have dragged it out a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it's quite interesting to when you watch that raw segment to watch them go back and actually in, a, in the style of a courtroom exhibition, play back things that have happened over the last four or five months and you can actually see all of the different beats, the major beats of this story all play out. And realistically, for a long term story, like every week, it shouldn't be the main focus or there shouldn't always there shouldn't necessarily always be a big development that happens. It sometimes just needs to stay still for a little bit and just maintain the status quo, because then when a change happens, it feels even more notable
0: that's where Uh, my issue is with it is they spend almost every week teasing that roman is going to potentially be this time is when he's going to be mad at sammy whereas yeah i think if he did that like once a month over the course of this that would have been better
2: yeah i think there's an argument to say they have been playing on that side of things a little bit too long but maybe it's just the idea that everyone knows where that that's where the story's going so they're going to keep trying to tease it until it actually happens So almost the idea of, like, if you keep teasing it for a long time, eventually people think, okay, you're just teasing us. And then they actually hit you and then it feels even bigger. Maybe that's their idea. But overall, I think that this storyline is really working. I think that the whole story is built around. Funny, it's built around obviously Heyman and. Oh, no, Heyman, sorry. It's built around Reigns and Zayn, but. What I was going to say is that I think that this test for SmackDown is actually a test of Paul Heyman rather than it is a test of Sami Zayn. Because I think that they could do something, and again, I've heard this as well, but obviously not like, as spoilers or anything along those lines, but just people have spoken about it, and I kind of think that it would be a good way to go, is if you have Heyman convince Sami or tell Sami that the Tribal Chief wants him to be on SmackDown now after saying on Raw that he doesn't want him there, Sammy turns up, Reigns gets upset, and in the end, he actually abuses or like calls out Paul Heyman for being the one that brings him to SmackDown instead, and realigns himself fully with Sami Zayn. And then he helps uh, Sami Zayn helps him defeat Kevin Ow- Kevin Owens, and you extend it on further. That would be how I would do it if you had a lot of time to play with. But realistically, the time you have to play with is until. Not even WrestleMania; it's Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. because you you're gonna want to do Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns in Montreal. So yeah, like really- they
0: just can't do like Kevin Owens has another match, and then that's the end of it, and then we move on. And yeah, you know, if you do Kevin and Sami against the Usos at WrestleMania, people are gonna wonder why didn't you do the Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns match at any point. And, you, I mean, Roman Reigns in the Elimination Chamber with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and a bunch of other people just doesn't hit the same. So it's like you're running really low on time here to have that turn.
2: You know, you know what
1: you could do at this point? Just put all six of them in the chamber itself. Make the chamber Sami, Kevin, and the rest of the bloodline. And let the story play out as it will. Because that would at least be different and maybe a little fun.
2: I think f- fundamentally, like, Reigns is going to win this match and he's going to retain the championship. The The actual mechanics of how that happens, I'm not too sure about because they've left open a lot of possibilities, which is a good thing. So even like whether Sammy does get involved or the Usos get involved or Solo or whether it, it's just Reigns saying he wants everyone to stay back because he just wants to deal with... Owens and he deals with the problem himself. Or there's some botched interference by Zayn but Reigns manages to claw his way to a victory regardless. Who who knows? But I think that fundamentally you can't not have Sami Zayn in the Royal Rumble match. Even if you even if you decide on SmackDown to be fundamentally clear that Zayn is not going to be in the Royal Rumble match, if he's not in the Royal Rumble match. The crowd is going to hijack the rumble match. So that is the
1: that is the thing I'm afraid of. That's why I think they do need to state he's not in the rumble because I think there's or, enough. Or, okay. Well,
2: here's here's the argument: if they state that he's not in the rumble, they'll hijack the rumble from the get go. No,
1: because I, I because think the, everybody's looking forward to Cody, though. I think a lot of people I, are I, still I think, thinking think,
0: that The Rock's going to pop up too.
1: I I I fundamentally think that,
2: and maybe I'm just like lean too much into like. Internet fan culture or whatever you want to talk about, I think that if it came down to a final two of Cody and Sami Zayn or The Rock and Sami Zayn, everyone would want Sami Zayn to win.
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly why I think you need to keep Sami Zayn out of this match. Yeah, but, if, but
2: yeah, but if he's not in this match, then the crowd will just boo. Will there will, will be a Daniel Bryan situation? So the crowd will boo whoever wins, or they'll cheer some other underdog. Let's say the final three it comes down to Cody. Rock and I don't know. Chad I mean, Gable. <laughs> yeah, Chad Gable or Johnny Gargano or something. They're gonna cheer for Chad Gable or Johnny Gargano to win this match instead. It's it's not even a case of like disliking Cody. He's just he's coming back at the wrong time. He's come back at a time where there is a clear story to someone winning the title or WrestleMania. And if they don't do it, then they're just you know, that's it's just another cut it's a different uh face running the show, but they're just sticking to the same routine, which is this is our guy. That we're going to make the world champion whether you guys want us to or not they're beating the same draw, and and yeah people would say oh Cody's a more popular choice than you know Roman was back in 2014 or some other people that they've forced down your throw as WWE champion and maybe that's the case but but it's still the wrong guy in people's minds a lot of people now their minds are fully set on yet Sami Zayn has to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns and win the title
0: yeah, I mean, they are setting themselves up for a potential backlash when it comes to that. And they should have learned from their mistakes in the past that if there is a groundswell of support for somebody and you don't figure out a way to counteract that and just assume, ah, you know, whatever, they'll get on board with what we want them to, it's kind of a dangerous game.
2: Well, that's my that's my general point as well, is that why would you want to go against it? Why don't you just make Sami Zayn the world champion at WrestleMania? Why don't you just run with it? Like, that's the story. Everyone is behind that story. Everyone would be so happy if that was the end beat story. It's not like uh-huh. uh, when Kofi Kingston got that big push towards Kofi Mania. People were saying, oh, how are we going to get, uh, you know, uh, wh- whoever else in the title picture instead? We have to bury this Kofi Kingston thing. And to be fair, maybe in an the, the attempt, they did try and do that. But. But nobody would have accepted that, and people would be upset about it, and they'd be upset about this one as well. I don't know why so many people were very keen on the idea of getting across the fact that Sami Zayn can't, like, not not as much like the, the, the fan base in general, but everyone who is very convinced that Cody is going to win the Royal Rumble, why they're so, why there's a fixation on saying, oh, they shouldn't have done this with Sami Zayn. It's like, well, they should be doing this with Sami Zayn, and then they should follow through with it as well. Like, um, unfortunately for Cody, because that's the whole story of him coming back, I think that it's it doesn't make any sense for him to win the Royal Rumble beyond the fact that they had that story months and months ago wh- when he first came back about saying he wants to win the WWE title. Well, to be fair, he's got a story coming straight back if he wants to take on Seth Rollins because the guy who injured him beforehand and Rollins doesn't have a title right now. So you just make it, you know, a grudge match at WrestleMania if you wanted to. I know that's like repeating it, but it, but that's the story that makes sense to him to go after Rollins rather than to just completely forget about the guy that took him out of action in kayfabe's terms. So I think that fundamentally for this match before you end, that, actually diving into the two Royal Rumble matches that Reigns will retain the championship and but in terms of how he does it or who gets involved I have no idea. There's just Too much, there's too many possibilities.
0: Yeah, I think that they kind of, oddly enough, this is one of those situations where they book themselves into a corner, like Rob said, but they book themselves into three corners (laughs) instead of just allowing themselves the full room. Because if you look at it from the angle of, okay, well, we're going for the biggest marquee match possible, and we've been setting this up for like eight years at this point with the 2015 Royal rumble Roman Reigns versus the rock is what they should be doing. Like they should have locked that shit down a hundred percent. They've flat out said that that's their goal was to do that match. And they've teased it since, you know, very heavily teased it for years, but they've like hammered down the point more so in these past, like four years of like, maybe this is the year that Roman's fighting the rock and then, well, Hollywood's probably when we're going to do it and we're going to do it in Hollywood. We're going to do it in Hollywood, copy and paste every year. And now we are at a point where it's like, well, I don't know if the rock's going to pop up at all, or if they're just feeding that story to be like, ah, we got you, you know, we, we fold all the dirt sheets and the rocks doing that. But in the meantime, they've created this situation with, Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn, where if it's not The Rock and it's not Cody and it's not Sami Zayn, there isn't an option for Roman Reigns. That makes sense. The Stone Cold thing is a marquee match, but nothing at all has indicated that it's heading in that direction. And I honestly don't think it's going to be the case, but. Austin's not going to come in and win the Royal Rumble and do that. And then everybody will wonder what the hell they've been doing with everybody else. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a built-in thing where they can do the tag team title match, but you need to get the Roman Reigns thing out of the way. And you do need to prepare for the Royal Rumble backlash. If that ends up being the case, Cody is in a situation where he needs to win that WWE and or universal championship somehow in some way at some point without waiting too long but hey maybe you shouldn't have had Roman unify those titles and keep them unified for all this time because you could very easily have had a situation where Cody's fighting somebody else to get that and then you don't have to do Cody versus Roman because there's nothing that's inherently Cody needs to beat Roman for the title he just needs to win the title so they could have done that weird thing that we had heard about, like, Drew McIntyre wins a Clash of the Castle, but then it ends up being some kind of weird Money in the Bank thing. And, you know, it, they could have done all sorts of... Uh, we had pitched before the idea of a ladder match where somebody gets one title and somebody else gets the other title, and the Austin Theory el- of element of everything. And they could have set up a situation where it could have been like, all right, well it's either Sammy or the rock against Roman and it's Cody against the other champion. That would have been the best case scenario. I think, but no scenario on this, at least from my perspective is Kevin Owens walking in as a champion. I can't picture them splitting the belts through this match. And I can't picture him beating Roman and just being the champion heading into mania or Roman wins the title back. And they just said, Temporary switch haha. So whatever they do, whether it's like Sammy goes for a Huluva kick and he ends up kicking Roman, and then uh Diosos the break the pinfall up, and then that ends up being like, I almost lost the title, so you're out. Or maybe there is something about like Roman gets turned on by, Ke- uh, by Sami Zayn, but the referee is down or like there there's something to this match for sure. It's not going to be straight up like Roman just beats Kevin Owens because Sami Zayn and the Usos and Solo Sikoa interfere and they cost Kevin Owens. Something's happening. But ultimately I think we all are heading in that direction of Roman still retains and then question marks about how the hell they follow it up and what they do with Sami Zayn and what they do with Elimination Chamber and what they do with Mania and maybe we get a clarification by the time SmackDown happens. I don't know. So I'm gonna go Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, Roman retains the championship. Final pick, Rob.
1: Roman, obviously.
0: Is that Roman? Roman. okay didn't know if it was owens or rowan or rowan's uh Rams. yeah <laughs> so that kind of then of course carries over into the men's royal rumble but let's uh go over to the women's royal rumble because we have more unknowns about that than the men's because right now you know, four o'clock in the afternoon on tuesday before the saturday royal rumble six women <laughs> Have been confirmed for the Royal Rumble match. And that is the first talking point. Last year, they randomly said, here's 19. Just flat out went, all right, it's this one and this one and this one. And then some of them were big announcements, too. It was like, oh, Mickey James is going to be in the match. And you're like, what? And like, oh, Kelly Kelly and all these like legends, like you're spoiling the match last year. Now it's a different creative team so to speak, we don't really know about whether enough Instagram's doing this. Uh, maybe they have a different approach, but I'm not liking this approach of having people that are very clearly going to be in this match that they do not seem to want to confirm in some fashion because I'm looking at my list right now. I put up a thing on EWN before about, um, actually, no, it's seven uh, women that have been announced, not six. Um, looking at the wrong sheet for that. They haven't put a lot of people in there that you would assume are just obvious because they're like, there's no way that they're not going to be in there, including Bailey, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Becky Lynch. Like, yeah, you can play around with the idea of we haven't seen Asuka for a while, so maybe Asuka isn't in it. And maybe Carmella's not in it because she's been out for a while. And maybe Dewdrop's not in it because she's been out for a while. And maybe <laughs> for a lot of these different names, you know. But they've been building up Lacey Evans as making her like fifth return in two years or whatever. She's got to be in it. Dana Brooks got to fill a spot. It's Dana Brooks. She's there doing nothing. They'll throw her in there. Meachin or Mia Yim. I would assume Natty, I would assume Nikki Cross, I would assume maybe Tamina, Tegan Knox, Valhalla, Xia Lee. and then you got all the other, you know, I mean, Ronda Rousey's been supposedly ruled out for the Royal Rumble, but I don't necessarily buy into that. B-Fab and Maxine Dupree and Scarlett are on there, but none of them really are priority wrestlers, so maybe they don't I got a couple of people that I think are probably going to make returns or surprises that I think obviously they shouldn't just announce ahead of time because that spoils the fun. But even still, like I think that there's a good chance Naomi is in this. And I think that you don't announce her ahead of time, but you announced Tamina maybe or something like, why do you guys think that they haven't announced the obvious names like the Becky Lynches and the Bailey's and such?
2: Uh, I don't care. I guess that's the that's the overriding assumption I'm getting, because again, people need to understand that despite change in leadership at the top and elements of the product getting better, like Triple H was around when the company was doing shit as well, and he does have a, he did have a, like a voice in creative or he, he had influence behind the scenes. It's not like he knows 100% what he's doing. I think he doesn't know how what women are going in the Rumble yet. I think he knows who's winning it. And then they'll just fill the rest of it with whoever they can find. They're probably looking to try and see how many like legends they can get involved in it. And then, okay, so we've got, I don't know, five or six surprise entrants, or however many, ten in some of the women's ones in history. So you have like... Okay, we got our 10 special guests, and now we just need to fill the numbers, and then this person's going to win it, and let's go. So that's my assumption. Is the reason why they haven't announced more people to be in the Rumble match, is because they're waiting to see how many people they can get that aren't currently under contract that can add some star power into this match, because, oh damn, this is going to have a very little amount of star power. Um, the the not an announcement of people like uh Bailey and Becky is a bit perplexing because they're the actual people that do have that credibility and that mm-hmm. star power that would add to the Rumble match.
0: Because that's what's confusing think, to me about it more than anything is if we had seven people that are announced for this, but they were the seven biggest names that were obvious at least, because obviously you don't want to announce like you know on the men's side of thing. Like if The Rock pops up, they're not going to want to announce that ahead time. That'll be a surprise. But like. Liv Morgan, yeah. Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler. But they've got Candice and Emma and Zelina. And look, I'm, I'm a fan of you know, somebody like a Zelina Vega. I think that she's underrated in a lot of ways, but Zelina Vega's been primarily a manager and that they prioritized making Zelina Vega say I'm officially announced for the Royal Rumble and not Bailey or Becky. And then <laughs> You know, Emma gets announced on the SmackDown lowdown, and it's like, Emma's done fuck all since she's been back, and you didn't announce like damage control? What? <laughs> so I don't know if it's necessarily that they are trying to figure out how many spots that they want, because why would you announce the people that are realistically lower on the totem pole? Because if you need to cut somebody on the match, you're not going to cut Becky, you're going to cut Candice. You're not going to cut Rhea, you're going to cut Emma. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of
2: course. You you are obviously going to prioritize the bigger names. Maybe it's just a, a fact that they didn't know what was happening with some of the bigger names yet. Or maybe they want the bigger names to be surprises because realistically, the Rumbles sell themselves. So maybe you don't need to just straight up announce it, and then it makes people more interested. They would be in there, but realistically, people should should uh, understand that Bailey and Becky are going to be in it. And then mm-hmm. if for some reason they're not in it, then it just makes it seem really weird. Like why why are two of your top stars, who are seemingly not injured and appearing every week on Raw, not appearing not appearing in the Royal Rumble? So why not just announce them? Yeah. it's... It, there's no real sense to it other than the fact that they've just been forgetting and been like lazy about it.
0: Yeah. I'm very confused about it, but nevertheless, uh, well, we've got going on right here with, uh, the way that we are doing our predictions and stuff. And this is something I wanted to factor in with explaining how this all is going to work. There is the, at least if you're, uh, not the mock draft, what am I doing here? <laughs> if you're on the YouTube side of things, you can see on your screen right now, this is the Royal rumble predictions contest and there's got a points breakdown and everything. I have not filled it out yet. So that's why you can see things the way that it is right now. Um, instead of like my answers and such, but what we're doing for this, it's completely voluntary. Obviously you don't need to take part in this if you don't want to, but we are factoring in our fantasy league and opening that up with everybody else to be able to join in on this fun too. For, all sorts of different predictions. Um, the supplemental picks of like, who's going to have the shortest time in the Royal rumbles and who will eliminate the most people who's going to, uh, be in the final four, et cetera, et cetera. But we also have the one to 30 entrance and this is for the men's and the women's. So, uh, by the time the kickoff starts on the Royal rumble pay-per-view, not before the Royal rumble matches, it's just going to start, stop at the kickoff. I'll shut the poll off and you won't be able to vote on this anymore, but we're not going to break that down today. What our entrants are and stuff. We will talk about some of the other little things like the uh, shortest and longest time and all. Um, I've been trying to work on my idea of who those filling and the spots kind of people are. And I've got a few names in mind and I'm going to spoil what my, ideas are and everything because ultimately look it doesn't matter to me if I win or lose this (laughs) I'm not going to have money and bet on this thing so let's talk about the idea of surprises and people that you think can be in this match that they obviously haven't announced yet that you are expecting or people that you hope are going to be in there or anything along those lines Uh, before we get into like the complete outsiders what about NXT talent because that's a group that they can pick from and they could always fill in tons of names from there.
2: Uh, so the ones that I thought were most likely from NXT and the ones that I probably put down for my list, uh, I'm thinking Core Jade. She definitely on my list. Nikita Lyons. Yep. Sol Ruka. I thought about her too. Because she can walk on her hands. <laughs> That's literally the only reason I'd put I'd put her in. It's like the same reason they only put Casey Cat and Staro in because she can climb the poles. Climb, could climb the uh, turnbuckles. Uh she can walk on her hands so she can save herself from elimination that way, and it'll be a cool stop bolt and everyone will be talking about Hey, look at this cool thing Sol Ruka did before she just goes back down to NXT. And then the other one that I had is Mako Satamura. So Mako her, is not on, on that her list for me. Yeah, depending on her availability, of course. But they're the only they're the four that I had listed from my picks from NXT.
0: I had a few other ones that I thought are potentially in the running. Um, I don't feel super duper high on almost anybody, but I think that, relatively speaking, in the past we've seen a lot of people that. Hey, this year they go with like, I think it was Ember Moon went in as the NXT champion. Yes, and then, yeah. uh, you know, we've got people like Adam Cole's been in things and Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. And, um, you know, there's no rhyme or reason for who they pick for the Royal Rumble. Even Bo Dallas was in way, way, way before when he was in NXT. Sometimes they go with somebody who they just like. And sometimes they go with people that seem to be a priority. So I think that those people that you mentioned are definitely in the running. I think that Blair Davenport could possibly pop up. Mm -hmm. I could see Alba Fire being in it. I could see... Uh, Gigi Dolan and Chasey Jane but not as much anymore and I think one of the main reasons why is because I think if you have a match for NXT Vengeance Day that you're a priority on they're less likely to put you in there so I think that that rule say out Roxanne for me I think Ivy Niles got a shot I think Indy Hartwell could potentially be in the match especially if they do something with like Indy and Candice having some kind of an interaction and just kind of playing off of that they're is a chance that um they go with somebody that's like a complete just hey i wasn't expecting wendy Chu, but she pops up for something fun but i'm more than anybody leaning towards either nikita cora or zoe stark
1: so fightful did report that it's not necessarily the case this time around where the past couple years, they've been like, no, NXT, it's a separate entity altogether. And because of that, I'm going to say pretty comfortably Roxanne and Cora should have spots in this Royal Rumble. I also like Callum's idea that Sol Rukka can walk on her hands. That is something they like in the Royal Rumbles, and it might even elevate her roster way quick. Um outside of that i can't see them doing alba fire i can't see them doing isle of dawn right now i just think the roxanne and cora will get the nod because they're like the pillars of the nxt women's division and they like to give them as many opportunities as possible like they've already been on raw and smackdown and i could see them definitely being in this world
0: now Outsiders, oh I also thought um, Tiffany Stratton and Thea Hale um, were two that were like you know hey, maybe who fucking knows but I don't think Thea as
1: much. Thea Hale I would welcome with open arms and Stratton I think she just she's gonna be a star. I just Tiffany Stratton just has so much charisma. She, she's gonna go far. I
0: think she's uh, she's in a prime position to take over that Mandy Rose spot in a lot of ways. Yeah. Good timing for Tiffany. Um <laughs> But other people that can be in this match that are just outside of it entirely, you know, maybe they are in another company, maybe they are a free agent, maybe they're not necessarily signed, whatever it might be. Naomi is technically signed still, I guess, with WWE, but I think that she's going to make her return here. And she's actually one of my favorites to win because I could see a scenario where she joins the bloodline and challenges either Charlotte or Bianca. She's not my favorite. She's not my pick. But she's one of those options that I'm like, uh, I don't know. I could see her potentially coming back here. What do you guys think?
1: I think that they're cowards and they would never put her in the bloodline because they had that chance and didn't do it. And I think the bloodline story should be nearing its completion in some ways with this upcoming WrestleMania I do think Naomi will be in this Royal Rumble because she's never more over than when she came back in that other Royal Rumble where people were just like floored by her athleticism even though she's been doing this (laughs) for well over 10 years. But I do think she'll be here.
2: I have Naomi down to return at the Rumble as well. Heal her face. Face. Start with. Hmm. She'll have the whole low dancing entrance thing.
1: She could even be one of the first two if you want could to be. get like that, you know, glow entrance proper.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're nay on Ronda Rousey being in the match.
1: I'm gonna say nay. I trust John Rossap.
2: Yeah, I've uh, I've decided to heed that warning and not put her in the rumble as well.
0: I am leaning more towards her not being in it too. Uh, I think that if they wanted to have her win and fight charlotte i would just go crazy (laughs) because i'd be like my god i don't want to see that and is insane to have her just win the match and then do the same thing that she did last year and i don't think it's as likely as some other options for her to win and challenge bianca so more than likely i think that they're going to keep her out of here to excuse not having somebody eliminate her just like like take her out of it because she's not going to win it that's our excuse for that.
1: Before the, um, the switch to Survivor Series not being Raw versus SmackDown, I was really interested in seeing her against Bianca. I have zero interest in seeing them fight at WrestleMania. Yep, I want Ronda to the fight one person at WrestleMania, and I'm the only one on this podcast that does. <laughs> you got to do the damn Becky Lynch match, and I think it'll actually be even better if you have no belts in line because you should be able to have women's matches just like the men's. That don't involve championship belts.
0: Yeah, you're nay on Beth Phoenix.
1: Yay.
2: Uh, I've got no because if well, Did it you might think spoil.
1: Rhea my,
2: well, yeah, it might spoil. Yeah, it might spoil my pick in that mm-hmm. regard because if 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 Beth Phoenix is in the match, he has to take out Rhea Ripley.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, she is on my list. I haven't done my one to thirty yet. I might bounce around a little bit, and of course, if SmackDown happens and they end up saying like. Here's you know, 22 out of the 24 people that are remaining in this match or something, then, you know, that might be the case. But uh, I I think in the same kind of way, Beth being in the match to eliminate Rhea makes a lot of sense. If Beth pops up and fails to eliminate Rhea, I'm not going to understand the point in it. So maybe Beth pops up after the fact. I don't know. Kind of depends was on the winner.
1: There a report or two that was like, and Edge is going to fight Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell at the Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, I'm really, pan. really glad that that didn't pan out. <laughs> but I hope that that's not oh, because we plan on doing that at WrestleMania. Because I don't care about Edge versus Finn. You throw it in the Hell of a Cell or not? I I don't care to see that anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have enjoyed it here, but I'm good on it. I mean.
0: I would have enjoyed it months ago when it was like, I mean, you don't spend a year doing edge against AJ styles versus the judgment day Finn Balor in there in the judgment day and not, you know, that this whole judgment day thing kind of a bust in a lot of ways to me. Um, Two people that I have down on my possible list of people that can be in this match are Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo.
1: Chelsea Green will absolutely be in this Royal Rumble match. Deanna Perrazzo, the jury's out. I want her in this match, but I think Chelsea Green will absolutely get her Royal Rumble moment, even though she might have been in one before, but I think this is the one where she actually stays.
2: Yeah, I have Chelsea Green down to this.
1: Diana she should win just because.
2: Oh, Diana, no. Expensive. No, no. i don't have Diana in.
0: Oh, correct me if I'm wrong if you guys know. Diana is not under contract right now with Impact, right?
1: I was under the belief that she hadn't been under contract for a while, but let me check just to be
0: sure. I think last time I had checked, it seemed like it was like she was on, like, just, just, just kind of doing appearances yeah. afterward. Yeah.
2: But she is still doing stuff for Impact, at least. Mm hmm. At least as, as of the last pipe video, she was doing stuff for impact. So.
0: Anybody else you guys think might show up here? Because we did get that thing about that they are planning on doing like unconventional surprises and stuff. Do you think we're gonna get another like Mickey James holding the impact women's you championship? Yeah, might as well. She's still
1: the impact knockout champion. I think it'd be <laughs> funny if they just did it again. They throw in like I
0: mean- Camille from NWA or they throw in you know, Kyrie from New Japan or like any kind of crazy ideas, you guys.
1: If you're gonna throw in Kyrie, I would suggest throwing <laughs> another right after. <laughs> but for the women's, no, I think that'll be more like you'll get your Kelly Kelly, who's been in, I think, every women's Royal Rumble.
0: No, nah, she's been in three. She has a get- shit amount of time though. I calculated that. She lasts one of the lowest amounts each time.
1: What is Go get Candace Michelle, I think. Been doing a lot of interviews. And I, I sure she lives in Texas. Let her be in the Royal Rumble. Um Victoria? Maybe. And she's still in great shape. She still can go. I think Lita, since she was rumored for Raw. And wasn't on that. Maybe you got Lita at the Royal Rumble. Um I'm trying to think
2: of any other legends or I've got I've got Victoria down on mine. I've got Molly Holly down.
0: Molly Holly's been three
2: of the five. Yeah, and she works for the company, so that's a good pro- possibility that she'll. Lunge
1: Blaze was on Raw.
2: Yeah, that's I've got Lynch Blaze in as well. Just to you know, she was on Raw. So she probably would turn up. It seems like um well, well, none of the Bella twins, I'd imagine, will be in it. So.
1: Yeah, at this <laughs> point, I, uh, I don't think the Beltons will be
0: in it. Either. I tell you, I've had enough Royal Rumble appearance.
2: <laughs> but to be honest, I, I, I've kind of not really thought. I've put put a few like legends and NXT people in, but I've kind of just stuck with the people who are currently on the roster because the likelihood is, just for the sake of the prediction contest, you're more likely to just get them. We'll get people right they're appearing on the in the mm-hmm. match if you just go with the main roster <laughs> and then just okay a couple of them are clearly not going to be in it but you never going to get all of them right if you if you want to go like super bizarre then you would go with someone like a, a Kyrie but I don't know whether they oh, wait, be this,
1: right, she'll come back here
2: I don't have Oscar on my really I think she's injured I think she's out still oh
1: well, we
0: know Aaliyah's injured Shotzi is injured and yeah, I- I'm blanking off anybody else offhand our Carmela's been out for a while Um, she had like a an unfortunate pregnancy issue or something Um, however many months back so it's like you know she's kind of she's been every single Royal rumble but then again she didn't have these complications before so maybe not
2: Carmela Natalia is technically injured but she's also Natalia, an and I expect her in this a Rumble. Yeah, I know. I still think that she's going to be in it. Is that uh, a I mean, not,
0: real injury, or I thought that was a fake yeah?
2: One. No, it's real. She broke no, her nose. Yeah. She. yeah, yeah, she is really in ah, it.
0: Huh. so yeah. I
2: mean, but she'll find a way to get in. It's a Rumble. You don't need to be a hundred percent to to do it. Um, I don't think a uh, do drop will return in this one.
0: She said she was like sick or something, right?
2: Like issue it's, it's it's reported it' what well, it's uh put onto it's listed under Wikipedia as to take that with a grind of salt, but it's listed as mental health problems. Yeah. Well, thought either it was like way, a cool I think thing.
1: she she tweeted I was really sick, so whatever that means, I'll just take that. You know, mm. some kind of health issue. Yeah.
0: Puking <laughs> It's just blah it's pulling the draws. Um yeah, Trish has only been in one Royal Rumble, the first one. So I'm not expecting her. Uh, Tori has no. been in two. So, Tori, Alicia Fox, uh, Summer They're Wright popped up in the last one. You know, like, there's there's plenty of people that they can call on to fill oh, way, spots.
1: Michelle McCool says she won't be there, but no, no, no. I'm pretty sure if you run into a jam, you could find a spot for Michelle
0: McCool. Michelle McCool's been in two of them, last year's and the first one. There's a lot of people that have been in the Royal Rumble before that I think you can definitely count out, like You know, Mercedes Martinez is not going to be in this one, and I don't think Mandy Rose is going to make her return. I don't expect Lana to make her return by any means. Uh, Yeah, I don't think that they're going to prioritize bringing Jillian Hall back or anything. But you never really know. I mean, be
1: the first grandmother to
0: compete. That's insane. Uh, I do think that there is a chance that they do something a little bit strange, but at this point, I'm leaning much more towards they've got a lot of people on the main roster and then they've got a lot of people that they can pull from NXT. So Chelsea is really the only quote unquote outsider that may even still be signed with the company that we don't know for sure. That Shawn I think Rostab
1: is says she is signed to WWE and has been for a while.
0: Yeah. But I mean, who knows? We don't know for sure. Cause she's not actually popping up. But I think that she's pretty much a guarantee. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. So, I mean, predictions as far as the surprises go, that kind of covers all that. Um, Let's get into some of the other little elements of this. Let's get into who do you think is going to last the longest and why is it Liv Morgan? (laughs)
1: Look, they're really leaning into that. I still think the fucking Rumble should... And listen, I I had to take care of something. I wasn't... Available, But I still think the fucking Royal Rumble should start off with Bailey and Becky Lynch. And I think that they should go pretty damn far. The fact to me that you haven't announced two of your biggest female stars is egregious. And I I don't understand what this company is doing with its women's. It it seems like they're just doing this match because, well, we fucking said we would do a Women's Royal Rumble every year. Because I have... No hype. There's no, like, ooh, maybe it'll be Charlotte against, Yeah, uh, give me somebody, Charlotte against Becky. Maybe it'll be, you know, what's the only thing we've heard so far as for, like, oh, well, Rio might win and fight Bianca. All due respect, love both of those girls. That wasn't good enough to headline Money in the Bank in July, and I don't want to see it headline any night of WrestleMania. I don't know what they're doing. I think Becky and Bailey should start it off and last the longest.
0: So's so your pick then for the last and longest?
1: Um, Bailey and Becky, number one, number two. And the they will have like last the longest. Yeah. Oh, well they, okay, so that's fair. I think uh Bailey will last the longest. I mean,
0: technically speaking they both could be eliminated at the exact same time by somebody else, but the uh, I'll go it.
1: I'll go with Bailey. I think Bailey has the ability to do so.
2: I've got
0: uh, Becky going the longest. Becky, see, I kind of agree with you guys about Becky and, uh, to a certain extent, and this is yeah, I'm putting the same things, copying and uh, pasting a lot of the same ideas on multiple different articles over these past couple of days, so... I don't think that this is published yet for leisure report, but I broke down my most eliminations longest in the ring and, and so on and so forth. No, it is not quite posted yet. It's coming up, I think uh, tomorrow morning. Um, Liv Morgan said she wants to be number one and I'm not going to go against that and say that they're going to set that up and then not do it. So Liv Morgan is my pick, but I think just because you're number one doesn't mean that you are going to last the longest and if you go to the page on Smarkomama.com, their handy-dandy little guide for Smarko moments uh, statistics for the Royal Rumble and all the tendency for somebody to win the longest you know, Iron Man or Iron Woman spot doesn't necessarily mean you're number one. It's almost always somebody in the first five.
1: Number five spot, I think.
0: But we've gotten Bam Bam Bigelow in 1994. He was the longest-lasting then, and he was entry number 15. Test in 2000 was number 10. Austin, 2002, 19. John Cena, 19, and number uh, 2010. So you don't have to be within the first two or three to last the longest. It's just that you typically do. I mean, 88, number one, 89, number four, 90, number one, 92, number three, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So somebody like a Becky can be number four and last longer in the match than Liv Morgan and number one just because Liv Morgan gets eliminated at the time number 21 comes out and Becky Lynch uh lasts until the final four. So keep that in mind. But I do think that I'm gonna lean towards Liv Morgan being the longest because I think she's got a good chance to make it until at least close to the final four. And I don't know if Becky will necessarily be one of the first four or five. She could be around the middle range or so. If it's not Liv, then I'm going Becky. Um, Shortest time in this. I don't think we're going to get a comedic spot for the women's thing this year. I think if you go for anybody that kind of gets the i mean somebody is going to last the shortest just by default somebody has to last the shortest amount of time i don't think this is going to be one of those years where they book that and they go like you know ah, it'd be kind of funny if valhalla comes in there and immediately gets tossed out or zelena comes in there and you know poses so then somebody picks her up and tosses her into the front row I think it's just going to be somebody lasts the least amount of time by default. And I think it's unfortunately going to be Dana Brooke.
1: As you said that, I said, oh, that's a great spot for BFab. I'm going to go with BFab.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a way to get her in there. She doesn't have a whole lot of experience wrestling right now. And you could put her in there and then have somebody just quickly eliminate her. And if she can't do that, Then maybe there's no reason for her to be on the roster, you know?
1: Yeah, I'll stick with i
2: I've just randomly plucked
1: Tamina.
0: (laughs) Tamina, oddly enough, you know, I thought about her before because I was like, Tamina can't possibly have lasted a long time in a lot of these. And she, you know, she's gotten some bad times uh, 39 seconds in 2020, a minute and 34 in 2018. But in 2022, she lasted. 16 minutes and 41 seconds. So I'm like, damn, she lasted pretty damn long. She lasted longer than a lot of like, I mean, Sasha Banks was out in nine minutes and 44 seconds. She lasted almost, uh, or more than double the amount of time, uh, as Sasha. Double the amount of time is Nikki Bella double than Naomi five minutes more than Mickey just shy of Michelle McCool. Like she lasted a while in 2022. So, I'm not going to count Tamina out too much. Especially because she might not even be in the match. (laughs) For all we know, they might just be like, "Ah, we're not going to put you in this year. I do think that, unfortunately, Xia Lee runs a risk of this. Mm. And the thing that sucks about that is it's just because they perpetually don't seem to want to use Zia Lee for anything. Like, she'll pop up for a quick match every, like, five weeks or so. So I don't know if i feel like down on her or what, but it wouldn't shock me if Xylee comes in here and she's gone in like 90 seconds and they just go like, ah, fucking whatever. I'm going to go, uh, Dana Brooke. Cause she really doesn't last long. She's let's see, uh, her longest time ever was in 2019 and it was seven minutes. as far as final four goes, and this kind of works into our predictions of who's going to win the match. I think we're looking at a situation where I'm going to go Raquel Rodriguez, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley. And the fourth one, I'm kind of bouncing around between right now because I thought maybe Phoenix Maybe Liv Morgan. Maybe Shayna Baszler. So I don't know uh, what I'm going to eventually settle on, but I do think Raquel, Becky, and Rhea are going to be three of the four. And I think that right now I'm leaning towards Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumble.
2: So my final four that I have listed are... Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Bailey, and Liv Morgan. And I think that I agree that Rhea Ripley is my favorite at the moment to win the Royal Rumble.
1: I'm going to go with Rhea, Raquel, Becky, Bailey. And I'm going to go with. Rio wins the Royal Rumble because she probably already should have. I would also uh, honorable mention, they don't give her much of anything anymore, but uh, Shayna Baszler is in this match. Would love to see her win just because.
0: Oh, we forgot to talk about most eliminations. (laughs) I was forgetting something. Shayna's got a good chance for that. She set the record before and, if they want to make her a strong challenger for Charlotte Flair or something then she could get the most eliminations but um i think it's uh it's between Rhea and and Shayna for like the power game of the most eliminations but i think that there's a chance that Liv Morgan or Becky just lasts a long time and gets you know an elimination every every couple eliminations right, or
1: think, so. i think it speaks volumes to how she's booked that you didn't say Raquel for this Oh, I didn't? Um, no, you said Rhea and Shayna.
0: Oh, I thought I said uh, Rhea and um, Shayna and Raquel. But yeah, Raquel... Raquel strikes me as the type that I think she might get a little bit of a Roman Reigns from 2014 situation where she eliminates the most amount of people, but she doesn't win. And that she's the last person that Rhea eliminates.
1: Um, I could see that. I think there would be... An interest there if you get down to those two. I'm gonna suggest it goes down to Rhea and Becky, and then interference from damage control leads to Rhea Ripley getting Becky over. I think Rhea should take the most eliminations this year because she's body slamming men and she's doing like all this stuff. I think it's time to pay that off with like a really dominant performance. And hopefully, she has a great road to WrestleMania. You
2: know, I think if you're in this situation where you don't really have a standout challenger for either of the titles, then you need to do something in the Rumble to make them, to make them the standout. And they have been really the main woman that's been getting a lot of attention on Raw in recent months has been Rhea Ripley outside of the title picture. And, you know the stuff that between becky and damage control but realistically Rhea's on tv every week and she's usually doing something stand out impressive usually getting in one of the uh like one of the male rivals face instead so they, they're doing a lot to build her up and i think that it's it would push her over the edge if she not only won the royal Rumble ball so had a very dominant performance in it, in it as well so Rhea will be my choice for most eliminations
1: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that no matter who wins, no matter who's champion, I don't think the women's matches at this year's WrestleMania will be as hyped up and featured as they have been since 2019. I don't see a situation where we really get a women's main event. I could could be dead wrong. It could end up being like, like uh, you know, Ronda versus... Uh, Bianca or Becky versus Ronda or Becky Charlotte but I I really think that this year it's going to be a, a lot of focus around the two men's championships and why I think that's going to lead to some issues in terms of complaints they just they have not had a strong you know women's roster I mean Becky and Bianca have been great but you can't rely on them for another year so I think That yeah, Ripley's gonna win it, but I think that ultimately she'll be like opening one of the nights of wrestling.
0: I think that this is Ripley's match to win. Believe it or not, Ripley's believe it or not. I got you. (laughs) Um, But maybe we disagree when it comes to the men's. I don't know. Um, Breaking that down. We've got the same sort of setup, so you know, obviously keep this all in mind with your predictions contest stuff, but surprises that you think are going to be in the Raw Rumble. Um, we talked about some of these names already, so let's kind of backtrack and talk about them again. Yay or nay? Does The Rock show up? No. no. That's a threefer. I don't think The Rock's going to be in this. Stone Cold Steve Austin?
1: Maybe. No. Maybe. I'll I'm say gonna, maybe.
0: I'm going to say no. It'd be kind, kind of interesting.
1: Number 30. I'll just say that.
0: If he does, he's number 30 and he wins. Yeah. Yes. And then he becomes, like, definitively the Royal Rumble winner of all time because then he's shattered the record and all.
1: Which is his own record.
0: Yep. But I mean, like, at that point, it's like, yeah, okay, nobody's beating it. But I'm going to say no to stone cold being on here i don't think we're going to see the rattlesnake i do think we might see him at wrestlemania but i don't think he's going to be in the royal Rumble match and or fighting roman reigns i think if he does do something he'll either not wrestle and pop up at wrestlemania or he'll wrestle somebody else in just another like hey stone cold wrestling type thing but i don't even think that that's going to happen um da-da-da-da. returning people Yay and A on Edge.
2: Yeah. i put no for the time, B. Hmm. I think he's a guarantee.
0: Why it makes I you mean, I, uh, I, lean towards no.
2: I forgot he
1: existed. <laughs> <laughs> that is the heartbreaking truth of this Edge run, isn't it? It's just like, they really, it went from like this miraculous comeback to like, oh yeah, he's there. You know? Yeah. It's, it's one
2: of those things that I'm pretty sure, you're right, he will be a nib, but I can't be asked to change my predictions.
0: <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe not having Edge in there is the thing that throws off somebody else's thing, and you end up winning that. Um, yeah, your name on Randy Orton. God,
1: I hope so.
2: No. Uh,
1: I haven't thought about it, so I'm going to say no, but as you said that, like my immediate reaction is, God, I really don't.
2: I,
0: I can copy and paste what you guys are saying. I really hope so, but I don't think he's going to be in it.
2: I never said I hope so.
0: Well, I'm echoing <laughs> the hope so from Rob and the, I don't think so. From, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that he's going to be back from his injury and ready to go and all. Um, especially cause I like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have a different booking philosophy here, but, I don't think you need to put everybody in the Royal rumble as a surprise when you can do surprises on the road to WrestleMania. So that way you can kind of spread yourselves a little thinner because realistically, if you have like two big surprises in the Royal rumble, that's good enough. And I'd rather see Randy Orton pop up like two weeks from now or something. But I do think that Matt riddles returning.
1: Yeah, he'll be. I, I'm trying to decide on whether he'll be number four or number twenty. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt Riddle is definitely
0: coming back. And if Orton were healthy, I think we would see those two do something in the Royal Rumble, and it would lead towards a match at WrestleMania. But at this point, I don't think we're going to get that necessarily. So if we don't, there's no point in putting Orton in the Royal Rumble and risking his yeah taking a bump like that. To lose the match when you can set up a match with Riddle, you know, after elimination chamber by just having him come out and do one RKO. I don't think he's going to be in the Royal Rumble.
1: I'm just thinking about the pop and like the fan energy level rise if Randy Orton's in the Royal Rumble.
0: It definitely would. I mean, if he was... Feeling good enough and all like you you can't go wrong with just incorporating like uh, better stars and stuff. Uh John Cena.
1: Yes.
2: No.
0: I'm fifty 50 on it, but I'm leaning towards no.
1: <clears throat> I think the reason I'm saying yes is because whoever eliminates him is he who he'll fight. Or whoever he eliminates if it's Austin awesome Theory
0: he could very easily eliminate Austin theory and start the program there. But I think that they can get around that by having him pop up on raw or something like that too. And having Seth or Bobby be the one that's eliminating theory. Just to kind of like wrap that up a little bit.
1: My thing is like if theory, I I don't think he will be, but if theory was to be number one, I'd immediately say, okay, number two is Johnson. I mean, mean, that'd be
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gable Stevenson,
1: I don't really care, but I'll say no. <laughs> what
0: was yours, Cal? No, I copy and paste the same thing about Gable Stevenson for I think two years now, which is I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> like, this guy's been hey, we signed Gable Stevenson, he's gonna be a big deal since like 2018 or something it seems
1: I mean I'll, like, I'll cut him some slack in the sense that he had heart problems
0: still but, though I mean
1: I'll still say no for now
0: like for all we know that might end up not being uh, a spot on the roster for him what about Tyson Fury
1: no no I think you can get into the states right now
0: three votes for a no for me on that uh the great Muda or K G Moto?
1: Would love it. I'm going to say no, but it should happen. <laughs>
2: uh, another one that I completely forgot about, but i will say no then.
0: If there was anything at all going on with Shinsuke Nakamura right now, then I think it would be. Like, if he was just popping up on SmackDown and winning some matches against Doing nobodies. Anything, yeah, like... like just you know, oh, well, you know, Nakamura's been on a hot streak lately or, or anything at all. They so... We'd
1: have him just randomly clean house in the Royal Rumble and i take it at the moment.
0: I mean, they could just have Nakamura out there and Kijimudo pops up, but I am going to lean a little bit more towards no on that one. Uh, What about NXT talent? So... People like Roderick Strong.
1: Is he still employed?
0: <laughs> That's anybody's uh information about He's that? Would, yeah, maybe. But you got like Roderick Strong, you got JD McDonough, you got Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller, Carmelo Hayes, Von Wagner. I mean, there's plenty different people that can be popping up on there.
1: Well, it's not come Saturday, I don't think. So I'm saying no to Von Wagner. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say yes to Breaker. I think Breaker should, you know, and then eliminate him, have someone with a lot of credit. Eliminate him like a Rhodes or a Rollins, and then you lose nothing, you know. The
2: only NXT person I have on my list that's going for, for appearing is Braun Breaker.
0: It's interesting that mm-hmm. you guys both have him on there because I think he's almost going to be guaranteed not to be in it.
1: Why wow, he's big and he does big man moves.
0: Because I think that his think focus is the championship and they're just going to be like, ah, yeah. if we put anybody else in there, we'll put like, maybe like Joe Gacy or somebody just kind of like, ah, that guy can go in there and we can give him a spotlight and then he gets eliminated.
2: My my rationale is that Bron Breaker will probably lose the championship around about WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first exposure that a lot of people will get to Bron Breaker before he loses the championship and gets called up to the main roster post-WrestleMania. post That could very well be the case,
1: yeah. In that same vein, the only other NXT superstar I have appearing is Carmelo because he's great and he should get a spotlight.
0: Carmelo and Grayson Waller are kind of doing a little dance in my brain about like Do you just put the belt on Grayson Waller at Vengeance Day and it's like, oh man, we're starting off the year with something kind of hot? Or do you wait and put the belt on Carmelo at Stand and Deliver and Grayson Waller goes up to the main roster and then you show him in the Royal Rumble ahead of time to give him a little bit of a boost heading into Vengeance Day and also I'm leaning a little bit more towards Grayson Waller being one of the only people from NXT that's in this match. And uh, some other people that are, you know, not in the NXT side of things, but, um, you know, rumors and speculation and all. Jake and or Logan Paul.
2: Logan, definitely. I have Logan in mind.
0: Logan's going to be in mind, too. I think that we could get. We could even get him in the final four.
1: Potentially is one of the people who eliminates John T. It's like. It's the easiest way to build a match with two people who can't be on every week of television.
0: Definitely a possibility. Matt Cardona. Um
1: Or Zack Ryder. Technically it's the same. Because he's, <laughs> he's uh trademarked all the Zack Ryder IP. So I'm fifty fifty, but I think there's a chance.
2: Uh, I'll say no for the time being. It'll be one of the ones that I'll believe when I see that thing because there's just been a load of talk about it and nothing seems to be progressing.
0: I'm going to be that type of guy that says yes knowing that he's probably wrong. <laughs> Before the trademark stuff, I was very heavily leaning towards how he's going to do it. And then he trademarked those names And I'm like, no, WWE would want those trademarks. That might be. Maybe it
1: was a way to get him back. Like, hey, you could own a trademark. Total divas. Okay, yeah, I'll come back. Give me ownership of Zack Ryder. Ah, fine. We're no, you know, like whatever. What are we losing?
0: Yeah, Yeah. it could be the case. And I mean, if it's true that Chelsea has signed, your wife's in the company now too, and that could be a good leverage kind of thing too. But. I, I'm i currently going to just put him in there because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Who fucking cares? I'm taking a bigger risk, though, with this one. I think Nick Aldis is going to be in this.
1: I feel less confident about that. He's another one with, like with uh, Muda. where I would love to see that happen, but I just don't know if it will.
2: <laughs> Sorry, which was that? Oh, what name was that again? Nick Aldis. Oh, uh... Yeah, again, just a lot about him. But so I'll
0: say no. So, any outsiders that I haven't mentioned you guys are kind of thinking about possibly popping up here?
2: You haven't said Brog. I you know he's not an outsider, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have him in my list of like. I wonder why they haven't even announced. Like, they currently have uh, 15 people announced, hmm. and they don't have Brock Lesnar, Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, The Miz, Shinsuke. You yeah, Cat Cap Moss, Johnny Gargano, like a lot of like, you know, Finn Balor's not announced yet. Elias isn't announced yet. Damian Priest. Oh,
1: Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel's going to be
0: announced. <laughs> the three faces of Elias. He's going to come out as Elias, Ezekiel, and uh, Elrod. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, the most of the people that I've listed in there are just like full time WWE people, people that have already been announced for the Rumble match. So I haven't really thought too much about other. Outsiders that could appear. I don't think any of them really make much sense beyond the ones we've mentioned, unless you're just going to do a stupid. Oh, we've got Road Dog appearing in this one, and or, or Sean Waltman, or whoever he
1: wanted to a while ago. So yeah, I he, can keep,
2: he can keep wanting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just did just do the
0: whole thing on Monday with DX being like, I'm too old to fight, so I don't think any of them are going to pop
2: up. Yeah, I, I, I there's there's not many that scream out to me as potential choice cause...
0: But Dragon Lee, so Dragon Lee is another one. Yeah, like definitely could be a possibility.
1: It will be an interesting understand? way to debut him. That but... let him be like, in the Rumble, let him do a good Lucha thing, let someone with credibility illuminate him, and it's like, oh wow, a new superhero.
0: I know people will haze us if we don't mention his name, but I know that we're all going to agree here. Jay White's a no.
2: Oh, yeah, because well, he's going to sign to New Japan. He's yep. gonna, he, <laughs> have, he, has, he has the Loser Leeds New Japan match in a couple of weeks. So.
0: And the same for Hikaleo. Like The match is not going to be done by the time Royal Rumble happens, so they're not going to be in the Royal Rumble.
1: Although I did think briefly, well, they sent Anderson. Do they want Hikaleo? Like, hey, come and do our match? But I'm going to say no.
2: Also, also I've booked... Um, uh, JY has been booked for a show even later in February. The um, the show that Sasha Banks is wrestling Kyrie on. He's wrestling Eddie Kingston. <laughs> so, so yeah, that that just means that it adds even more doubt to the idea that JY is leaving. Well, he might still be on that New Japan show, but it feels weird. The the idea is to lose, or lose New Japan. Well, to speak that the actual the the stipulation lose, 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 Japan. He Japan. Can still wrestle. Yeah, so he could still wrestle in America for them, and then go. WWE, yeah. So maybe that's not as a cut and dry, but it does mean that at least he'll have another obligation before he goes to WWE. I think we're looking if he does come in, we're looking at around about WrestleMania or post WrestleMania time.
0: Yeah, and I think he's going to AEW. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. The the more I'm thinking about, the more I'm leaning towards that as well. Yeah.
0: So longest and shortest times. Anybody standing out to you guys?
2: Uh, Rollins. Yes, that's the longest for me.
0: I uh, I really have been stuck with this idea that I think it was Rob had mentioned of Seth Rollins coming out at number one, Cody Rhodes coming out
2: of number two. Oh,
1: that's, that's absolutely what's happening.
2: That, uh, ha, uh, that I, I,
1: I'm,
2: to I'm run it back. I'm, I'm not going with that uh, that approach on my one, but it's it's not like it's an unreal possibility. But then again, realistically, if you're having uh, Seth and Cody being 1 and 2 then surely you think Cody's going to be the Iron Man
1: I, well, I, yeah I guess mm-hmm. even though it, we count the amount of time that Rollins is in the ring while Cody has to make that dramatic entrance I think it still might be Seth Rollins mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'll say this I have Rhodes down as my Iron Man and I have my Final Four as also including Seth Rollins
2: mm. yeah uh, shortest time I have Mr. Farahe Dominic Mysterio. I'm in a
0: similar situation, as I said, for the women's. I don't think they're going to book a comedic. Haha, you didn't last long spot. If they do, it's Dominic because he's the only person on the roster that I can see them actually wanting to put in the match that they would do that kind of butt of the joke thing with. But Mustafa Ali definitely crossed my mind as far as if he gets in the match, he could just be one of those guys that they put in there and they go, and you're gone by the time the next person comes out because we really don't care about you at the moment.
1: And every time he shows up, he's getting his ass
2: beat. Yeah, that, that, was, that was my reasoning behind it, is the fact that every time he's now on TV, he's just losing and getting frustrated about the fact that he thinks that he's a big deal. He's literally Dolph Ziggler from about five or ten years ago.
0: Yeah, that's why he's trying Except to team up with Dolph.
1: be thrown around way more.
2: We feud him with Dolph anyway.
0: He wants to team with him and then he's mad that Dolph doesn't want to team with him. <laughs> it's really not a great look for Mustafa Ali at the moment. So we got to vote for Mustafa. We got to vote for Dominic. Uh your vote for? Well, what was yours, Callum? Mustafa?
1: Yeah.
0: And then uh, you're going Dominic. Yep. Rob. Um, mine is leaning more towards Mysterio just because I think that they might just, you know make a little bit of a haha about it because i thought that there was a chance that he could win the tag team titles on monday night raw and they didn't do that so he was kind of lingering in my like well if they make him a tag team champion they're not going to do that and they didn't so now he's perfectly within the range to just be like ah fucking dominic you loser as far as most eliminations go i think that if you're going power I mean, you got Braun Strowman and you got Brock Lesnar potentially in this. The two of them have the record right now. But it's not just always power. Sometimes it's longevity. Sometimes it's star power. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't the biggest, baddest person on the roster at the time. And he would just eliminate people left and right because he's the main star. So some of the people that I think have a good chance of this are Drew McIntyre. I think uh, Gunther. That's a really good chance. I can see Sheamus racking up quite a bit. Braun Strowman, of course, as I mentioned, Brock Lesnar, as I mentioned, I don't think Brock's going to be in there super long though. So I'm not expecting that. And I do think Cody and Seth uh, have a good shot, but I am actually going to say Bobby Lashley gets the most eliminations.
1: He's high on my list. And it all depends on this one person, whether or not they put him in the match and that's Solos ago. If mm. Solo's in, I think he gets it. If not, I'd say Bobby or Gunther, gun to my head, I'd go Gunther.
2: Um, funny enough, my initial uh, thought was to go for Silos to cover.
0: That's funny, because I just assumed that none of the bloodline are going to be in this match.
2: I think, bloodline, I think there's going to be some bloodline presence in this match. But um, I am instead going to go with Cody Rhodes.
0: Longevity thing?
2: or no, do think he's going to be worse? I, I think I think he'll literally just come in whenever he comes in and he'll just throw a load of bodies out of the ring like John Cena would do
0: just a flurry so
2: of offense
1: that, you think fuck the entrance you're just coming in at number whatever 5 or 16 or whatever
2: yeah and, I think he's I think he's coming in the second half of the match
0: so how would you go about doing that then do you think he comes out and he does like the jog to the ring like most people or do you think he kind of
1: no, he's gonna fucking bolt if he's midway through.
0: I mean, there's but, that, but there's also the option that they've done before with people where it's like he basically takes up three minutes of an entrance and they just pretend like ninety seconds didn't go by.
2: Well yeah, well I think they'll probably do the thing where his music hits everyone in the rumble, looks to the to the ramp and just sees him coming out. He takes a moment to sink for it all to sink in and then he charges the ring and then he just starts eliminating people. The
1: like best pure, example pure John Cena. The best example of this I can imagine is a rehash of the O2 fumble where Austin's by himself and then Hunter comes out and they manage to do the stare down. And you can do that with Seth and not have him be number one. But I do think that there is this element of, like, people want that full Cody experience. It's one of the few guarantees they have on this show.
0: All right, so final fours and our winners. Unless there's any other topics uh, you guys want to touch on that we didn't talk about, is there? Um,
2: well, beyond the fact that they need to make this rumble better than last year's one. Oh well, fuck yeah. If it if it's as bad, if not worse, then then yeah, they they obviously the rumble is never ever going to die as a concept because it's just been around for too long. But it's just the idea of they they're starting in a. We'll be we starting a negative trajectory similar to the like mid twenty tens, just like it was it was almost co- constant hell. Like, it was bad rumble after bad rumble after bad rumble.
1: It's kind of the one of the only reasons why, as much as Cody feels like a foregone conclusion, I want a wild pick like an Austin or a Cena or someone just to throw in a seed of doubt, because I think sometimes. When the Rumble is a foregone conclusion like this, people are just going to be waiting for Cody to win. And I, I would like a little bit more surprise, like we've talked about this. I really enjoyed the 07 Rumble, where it's like Michael's in Taker and you don't know. Or, you know, a situation like that, as opposed to this, which very much feels like cut and dry. Cody Rhodes is heading to wrestling.
0: I actually do have a couple other notes of um, some things I think might be fun that'll be in this match. As far as like regular things that happen in a Royal Rumble that, you know, it doesn't have to happen every single year. It's not like it's like, well, every year there's a number one and a number two and whatever. But do you think that any tag team members are going to turn on each other? And this goes for the women's too, if we didn't talk about the topic. Um... Like, you know, do you think damage control is going to turn on each other? Or I,
1: I would love to see Xavier, like it come down to a situation where it's Xavier and Kofi. And since Kofi's already been to WrestleMania, Xavier's like, I'm going to try to eliminate you because I want to go to WrestleMania. But I can't think of any tag teams that are so tight knit that it would be heartbreaking if they you know turned on one another.
2: I think uh, Drew McIntyre will eliminate Sheamus.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're the banger bros, but they're not a real tag team. I still
2: don't know why they think that that's going to be a good name for them. Like, you didn't Google that?
1: <laughs> they did. That's what makes it even better.
0: <laughs> they're going to come to WrestleMania as a team in a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have, like, Ridge. Well, it gets eliminated by Butch, or you could have... Um, I, mean, I I don't expect like the street profits to turn on each other or whatever, but technically speaking, you could do a lot of those things and
1: you know, I know play there's around with quite it. a few people who are hoping that this is like a, a moment for Montez. I don't think it will be because I think you need tag teams, but
2: yeah, I, I definitely don't think it will because I don't even have Montez Ford in my,
0: I don't have either but- of them. That's my list. Yeah. Do you think anybody's going to get attacked before they can make their entrance?
2: Most (laughs) far
1: If someone is a Tim.
2: Yeah, no one else springs to mind unless it's. uh, Unless Lashley gets attacked by Brock Lesnar beforehand.
1: Or the only other one I would consider is. Unless Dominic attacks his father and they just. Because he just does not want to fight his dad. So he jumps his dad from behind.
0: What about the. Situation where, like, um, everybody teams up against a big man, you think it's gonna be anybody but Omas?
1: No, Gunter.
0: Even get, him, like, I, I,
1: I just think, I just think Omas is so big that he's gonna need quite a few people.
0: Omas is think- a, in a strange spot because I could see them doing the big man spot, or it's just somebody like Lashley just takes him out.
2: Yeah, I th- I think that's going to be the case. I think that the the choices would be between... I mean, I could I could see a situation where they do something similar to um, the Kane and Big Show getting both eliminated at the same time by... I can't remember when... what That was, like, 2006, so I think that was, like, Lashley or someone eliminating it, or, or was it Shawn Michaels eliminated... Shawn Michaels
1: eliminated Vader and Yokozuna, which is... Yeah, at the same time, yeah.
2: So I can see them doing that for both Gunter and Braun Strowman at the same time, like because those two have been feuding on and off. So maybe they get really close to the ropes, and someone like Cody or Seth or whoever lifts them both up at the same time. Um, they could potentially do it with Bronson Reed.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Is he
2: in? Not confirmed. Yeah, no, not confirmed. He but I'm, be. Just, I'm just have I have him in my list because mm-hmm. he's, he's on my
0: list though. He's big, Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so is pop Day, but <laughs> yes. anybody who gets eliminated by somebody who's been eliminated, that post-elimination elimination, like, you know, hey, you pulled, uh, you got me out of the ring, so I'm going to pull you over the rope. Hulk Hogan with Sid type shit.
1: If it yeah. happens, Austin Theory eliminates Johnson.
2: I, I could say the happening in the women's thing between Becky and Bayley at some point.
0: I yeah, think it's going to happen sure. with someone, yeah. I don't really know who yet. i got to eventually look at my list and play around with that, but I do think that it's going to be somebody like that. And, of course, it makes more sense that it's a heel doing it, but they've had baby faces do it, too. So, yeah. Kofi Kingston botched his thing last year. Yeah. <laughs> you think he yeah. successfully does it this year? Does he not even try it does he oh try it do anything like particularly fun that you got in mind uh, is somebody else going to try to do one thing too th- because we've had like naomi tried to do it before and you guys had mentioned like soul roca might or whatever you think it's going to be just the kofi show and he's going to do a good job or like what's going to happen
1: with that if they're bringing in soul Rucca, they're bringing her in to do that and they were like, if Casey Ganzaro or Katana Chance happens to be in the match, they'd bring her in just to do that. I do think Kofi will try it. I'm not going to lie between that and the fact that he's their next champion. I haven't really put much thought into Kofi right now. But if he does, I'd like to see his saving be something like and surprise, Big E was under the ring. <laughs> You know, like something silly like that to make it, hey, this was fun and hey, Big e is here.
2: I could do a spot of him landing on the NXT Tag Team Championship and that being that his feet don't touch the floor. Like He just like, he lays it down right at the ringside area before getting in the ring and then he manages to land one foot on top of it prevent him from going being fully out and then just slides his way back into the the ring like he did with the pancakes, yeah, only like he won't actually be touching the ground just through one sliver of pancake uh but w- yeah w- I, I I want... one okay, ahead. I to say I, my argument would be that he has to play it safer this year than he did last year, but realistically he the one that he tried last year was as safe as it gets he tried to jump and grab the barricade
0: mm-hmm Which he's done before, so... And he
2: couldn't do that. Yeah, he couldn't do that, so... How do you play it safer this time?
0: What I want him to do is to be like... Last year I botched it, so I'm going to make up for it by doing, like, five this year. Because that's one thing that he hasn't done yet. Like, they're kind of been repeating a lot of the same things, because really, how many options do you have in mind? But the first person to really do this outside of the, you know, Shawn Michaels rule... Pretty much was John Morrison. And he did things that Kofi eventually copied and pasted. Kofi did a bunch of other ones that, like, you know, I'm going to think of my own ideas. And then for some reason, they had Naomi do the ones that Kofi had done. And it was like, you're just doing the Kofi ones. But hey, we're going to act like you get haven't seen that before. So I would love to see the only thing that he hasn't done yet that I can think of which is just like a flurry of all of them kind of. And it's the idea being look, every year that Kofi does this, this isn't just like a speculation thing. This is a thing. It's happened every single year, every year Kofi and or Naomi and or Casey. I think Casey actually might be the only one that this doesn't apply to, but John Morrison, this applied to I'm pretty sure too. They book them in mind with, what if you don't get uh to do this and pull it off? We'll just have you eliminated afterward in the, like the booking of the match. So you look back on every Kofi Kingston spot, he saves himself and within 20 seconds, he's gone because they just go, okay, well we're going to write it in there that Kofi got eliminated. Cause if he gets eliminated by accident, we're not losing anything. Last year, we don't know if that's the case, but because he only lasts 20 seconds, but it very much could have been the case last year too. So I want to see the opposite. I want to see them be like, all right, maybe you don't get immediately tossed out after you save yourself. Maybe it's not that you jump to the commentary table, you work yourself way uh, back into the ring, and then somebody clotheslines you out. Maybe you save yourself, and then we go for that clothesline, and you save yourself again. And then you get back in the ring and somebody tosses you and you save yourself again. And we can spend a good like four attempts or something of it being like, nope, Kofi's proving that he's still got it. And then some asshole like Austin Theory, you know, trips him on the outside or something. That's what I'm hoping.
1: Would be fun. I, I think he'll definitely try. I feel bad because it's almost like he has to be in and he can't even be a threat. He just has to <laughs> try to save himself.
0: Yeah, he can't be the guy that's like, well, he might win. It's just going to be, yeah, how is he temporarily he not, not going to lose? lose first? <laughs> and then get tossed out. So, rounding this out with our final fours and our uh, ultimate winner. Yeah, it could be The Rock, could be Stone Cold, could be a whole lot of different things, but I'm going to say my final four is Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, and Logan Paul. And that the final two are Rhodes and Rollins or Rhodes and Lesnar and Rhodes ends up winning.
1: You really like your Brock Lesnar, Logan Paul idea, huh?
0: I just think that Brock Lesnar probably is going to last to the final four because he's probably not gonna pop up until at least like number twenty-seven or so. And at that point I, I just can't picture them eliminating him and then having four other people. The Logan Paul thing, maybe not necessarily the case, but yeah, you know, maybe it's Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar in the final four instead.
1: That's my final four. I'm gonna go with Rhodes, Rollins, Lashley, and Lesnar. The only RR other person <laughs> The only other person I can see making the final four. In place of these individuals is theory. But I'm going to go with Rhodes, Rollins, Lashley Lesnar. And uh, Rhodes and Rollins are the final two. And I think, again, like I said, for conclusion, I think it's Cody's putting the Royal Rumble. So
2: I have Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and Solo Sikoa my like
1: final four in your final four I just want Sammy to win <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean like realistically my fault should be that like I'm fully on board with the idea that Sami Zane should win the Royal Rumble I don't care about Cody, Cody's comeback story and everything like that it's just it's not the right time like he's he hasn't been around long enough and in that time Sami Zane has become the most overgoing in the entire company so he should be the guy that wins the Royal Rumble but uh but I'll, the small option is to go with cody rhodes so cody rhodes is the guy i picked but i think it's the wrong choice and i think they'll be proven quite soon that it was the wrong choice when people start to turn on cody so how do you think that the final four plays out um i think you have like the two members of the bloodline teaming up against like both of them because realistically rollins i know the whole story seems to be rolling around rollins and cody but Rollins is pure baby face now,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and that is something I haven't addressed, and you know he, Rollins is pure babyface. but it just seems like the thing to do, and I until they say Sammy's in or out, I'm gonna assume he's out
2: uh, I could see the final four playing out with I think you have. Zayn and Sokoa, like, seemingly eliminating somebody, but it leads to either Kodi pulling the ropes down to have Sokoa go out. And then Zayn kind of gets distracted by that. I think I'd I'd still have the final two be Zayn and Rhodes. I know how that's going to turn out. But that may be just because I like the idea of the chaos of Rhodes eliminating Zayn and getting booed.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not. like I'm... I get why you like that, but I'm not on board with the idea of like, oh, fuck, we're already putting Cody in a bad spot again.
2: You've, you you're going to put him in a bad spot because you put him in this match. It's the unfortunate truth is the fact that he's in a match where everyone, a lot of people expect him to win. And realistically, I would say nobody wants him to win, but I think a large proportion of people don't want him to win this match. No, I think they'll be fine and they'll eventually get over it that he does win this match but I think in the moment they won't like that he wins this match when they want someone else to win it instead.
1: I'm still of the belief that if you keep Sammy away I think people will be okay if you put him in there then you're then you're fucking, then you better not have Cody win because now you're screwing Cody Rhodes
2: Yeah because they did a great job of not putting Daniel Bryan in the match and everyone seemingly got super on board with that idea <laughs>
1: But I'm I'm of the opinion that like Sammy is at least positioned high enough on the card to where maybe people aren't thinking, okay, this is he's gonna win the Royal Rumble. Maybe people are thinking oh, this is the night that you know Roman Reigns beats the fuck out of him and he ain't even making it to the Royal Rumble. But I was again, thinking
0: I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know what? Maybe something happens in that uh, that match with Kevin Owens where it's like. They beat the shit out of Sami Zane, and he gets stretchered out.
1: But I'll say this, in counterpoint to my own point there, they pretty decisively beat Daniel Bryan in 2014. That didn't stop fucking anyone from wanting Daniel Bryan. But I'm also kind of counting on the fact that Texas ain't Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, like maybe they're not dead set on Sami Zane. They could be, but... I guess
0: we'll see. When uh, they announced that they were in Philly last night, uh, I was on the lookout for any kind of like riots to take place or anything. (laughs) You know, immediately the go birds chance and stuff. So it's Tuesday afternoon. Maybe some things change here and there, but we're working under the assumption that they probably aren't going to just spontaneously announce some people for the uh you know hey here's a new match at um royal rumble or these people have been confirmed on an episode of the bump on wednesday or, or something along those lines but we got nxt tonight who knows maybe they announced that somebody is going to have some kind of spot at the royal rumble or something maybe by wednesday thursday before we do the hot tags maybe there is some more information about something here and there if that is the case, we will address them on the hot tags. If not, then we're kind of going into the rest of the pay-per-view point stuff with the post show without knowing any kind of updates on that front. But there are, of course, will always be updates on smartcommoment.com. So check that out and stay up to date on all the new news that is out there for the Royal Rumble, the current list of the people that have been confirmed and so on and so forth. Make sure that you get in your predictions contest votes while you can I'm shutting that off pretty much the minute that the kickoff begins, which should be, I think, 7 o'clock Eastern on uh, Saturday. I don't remember if it's 7 or if it's 6, but I'm pretty sure that they're starting the Royal Rumble at 8. But whatever time that is, that is when that's going to shut off. No excuses, no edits at that point. It's just going to be responses are done. So you got to lock in what you want to get in for there while you can. I'm not gonna bother to do mine until Friday night after SmackDown. So maybe that's the case for you. But then if you forget about it, Hey, you know, I've got plenty enough reminders out there. So <laughs> this is your last reminder for me when it comes to that. But the results of that we will either talk about on the pay-per-view point post-show if we have those results in time, or if not, maybe by then we already have at least the fantasy league side of it that we can fill you in on, and then we could do some kind of follow-up video or post post something on the Mega Maniacs or something. I don't know. Point being, I'll eventually tell you when we calculate who the winners are and we'll get around to that. But we do have some other stuff happening over the next few days. We will talk about on the hot tags. We will go back and talk more about the raw is 30 special episode and kind of break down those legends appearances and everything. We'll talk about whatever happens on dynamite tomorrow, whatever happens on NXT tonight, so on and so forth. So Keep all that in mind and stay tuned for everything. Also make sure that you're following us around at smart out moment on Facebook and Twitter, going to smart moment.com, checking whatever is happening there, going to anthony mango.com and following all those different accounts, including FanboysAnonymous.com, which I keep adding more and more content that I want to write up and not having any time to be able to do it. But I know pretty soon I'm going to be finishing my, years movie list thing the top 10 favorite movies of each year the top 10 favorite movies of every decade and blah 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 that goes along with that i'm pretty close to done so that'll come up pretty soon and ant-man and the wasp quantumania is popping up in february so hey it's upcoming thing maybe we've got some other stuff in the pipeline maybe we got some i don't know fan tracks maybe Said Rob the other night, I was like, "Hey, you haven't seen uh, Octopussy in a second time. Maybe you should check that back out again. <laughs> Maybe we'll even do yeah, something like that." Definitely
1: want to do a fan tracks for Octopussy. Definitely want to do a fan tracks for Never Say Never Again.
0: Yeah, three of us definitely have to do Never Say Never Again, and and
1: uh, all the X Men stuff that I keep yeah. on because I have it.
0: Yeah, laundry list of different things on the back burner and some of the stuff in production. So. Stay tuned to fanboysanonymous.com for all that stuff and follow me at Tony Mango to see things like me complaining about why everybody's complaining about the fucking M&M's because it's just insane that that's a topic that keeps coming back around because you're all nuts. <laughs> <laughs> follow what these guys are up to with what uh, Robin Callen want to promote. Um,
1: Yeah, follow me everywhere at Duke Felice. Um, Check out my, my writing on Fightful, WrestleZone, Anywhere else, I will be hopefully doing more on the fanboy side of things as well, just because I'm getting real excited for a lot of that stuff. Uh com forever coming soon. <laughs> and forever <laughs> coming not, soon. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Like um and yeah, but until then, I toss you over to Calum Wiggins, who we will hopefully be working on something really cool in the near future as well.
2: That's the hope. But uh, for now, you can follow me on Twitter, at weekmaster14. You can always check out my own written ramblings over on the power rankings, where I'm putting together all the wrestlers from 1 to 10 on every given week, and you can keep track on who's been appearing on the rankings the most in the little league table at the bottom of every post. And speaking of tables, you can follow the Fantasy League, either by going through its SmartCobo website or going straight to WWEFantasyLeague.com where you'll see who's been picking up points for our respective teams as we head towards WrestleMania and the crowning of the winner of the 2022-2023 Fantasy League.
0: Make sure you go back, check out that 1993 Royal Rumble watch-along that we did. Check back on those mock drafts that we've done recently and the first episode of Monday Night Raw Darkcast that's out there, on the members-only side of things, at least. And stay tuned for the pay-per-view point post show following the Royal Rumble and the hot tags coming up next in a few days. But until then, adios, everybody. We will see you when we see you. This has been another out moment and we're being counted out.